Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone for another episode of Bedrock and Balderstone, and today we are talking about Torchwood Season 2, Episodes 3 and 4, To the Last Man and Meat. So, um, you know, these are the, uh, you know, the second series of Torchwood. Uh, this is right before, the, this is the series before the show sort of starts changing a bit and becoming almost another series. So this still feels mm. like the, the first series. And the first episode we saw was To the Last Man, which is a Toshiko episode where there's a guy yeah. who's been frozen at Torchwood since, what is it, 1918? And uh, 1918, and yes. they have and there's a there's a there's an issue with 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 time that only he can resolve. Um, so I don't know. What did you think of this episode, Adam? Well, this was interesting, actually, because uh, our criticism of the previous episode, which was uh, Sleeper. Well, my my criticism, at least I don't want to speak for you necessarily, but uh, how I wasn't very involved in the uh, in the plot of what was happening with the with the woman who was the alien and it's like i just it, you know and, and, and i also i also felt like i knew from very early in the episode where it was all gonna go yeah and uh with this episode this was also an episode where i felt about like 10 minutes in you knew every single thing that was going to happen during this episode but you made the point that oh well you know in the in a out of time the episode where the time travelers were all kind of you know, they are from the past. Uh, that episode did work, and it was because the characters, they were involved with the Torchwood characters. Yeah. And this, the episode tonight, you know, to the, well, like, last night, uh, was, uh, you know, to the last man. It uh, involved these characters. You know, I mean, this character basically did get involved with Tosh, and it worked for me. And even though I knew everything that was going to happen, I enjoyed watching it slowly play out over the course of the episode and it was it was a satisfying episode for me yeah i thought i i mean i really like this episode this is one of the ones that i remember uh you know like when i, when I think back to the show it still sort of stands out in my mind and i think it's because you know tosh is an interesting character um yeah she often doesn't yes. get she, she you know she, she's one of the she's the type of character that doesn't usually get put in the foreground like this and yeah and so but 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 i think that she's the easiest to uh, sympathize with like I think just most of her most of what's going on with her is stuff most people can kind of you know put themselves in her shoes and understand where some of the stuff going on with Owen uh, and, yeah. and Gwen <laughs> it might be a little bit harder for uh, you know a regular person to, to appreciate um, especially as, as things go on we'll see but uh, but but with Tosh I think I think that she's kind of the she's sort of the character that I think most people can more easily identify with um, she, at least she's the yeah she's the character in Torchwood that that if you had to hang out with one on a regular basis I feel like Tosh would be the easiest to take yeah <laughs> and um, it's uh, and so I th I thought that was interesting I, I thought that uh, I I liked sort of uh, I don't know there's like a scene where she's getting ready because this is the day that he's coming out of his yeah and, and I thought that was a very like very nice scene which is very well done and it and it you know you got a sense of of how meaningful this was for her character um but it was I don't know it was a very sort of it was like a romantic episode but like in a very uh but it it's not like they were it's not like they were deeply in love or anything like that it was more like yeah. uh it was like an innocent type of sort of puppy love or something but the uh 
but also that they started the episode with the end like you know what's going to happen like cuz they could have they could have they could have kept that to to themselves until the very end and surprised you with it and i i thought that uh you know by showing by by leading with the with the ending it it what it did for me as a viewer was it allowed me to enjoy and just kind of appreciate the story that they wanted you to focus on, which was the, the, the Tosh. And I forget the name of the guy, um, Tom Brockless. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a Tommy. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I agree with you on the scene of her getting dressed because I was watching it for the first time. So it didn't have significance to me at the time. I mean, at the moment, what I was thinking when I saw the scene, it's funny you talking about Tosh not getting enough time. Uh, during the opening credits of this, you know, they kind of flash on Tosh. And I'm like, man, we really don't see enough of Tosh on the show. <laughs> Literally went through my mind. So then when you go to that scene, if we're all getting ready, I'm like, oh, is this a Tosh episode? Are we finally getting another Tosh episode? And so I was – that was – you know, I didn't get the, you know, the significance of it, Herbie and getting ready because she knew this was the day the guy was getting unfrozen that she had kind of the crush on and stuff. And uh, But – but it's nice because, yeah, you retroactively think back to that scene during the episode. You're like, oh, that's why this was so important to her. But, uh, and we, and we, but also yeah. get a, we also get a glimpse of the early Torchwood, too, because at the very beginning, yes. it's 1918. And the, the people, like, basically, uh, Tom Brockless is he, he's World War One. He He's recovering and Betty shell-shocked. And something happens at the hospital they're investigating these apparitions and they they walk into a hall and they suddenly see tosh and tom brockless and tosh is like saying you got to tell them you got to tell them and he walks up and he tells them to go to their go go to their um go to his bed and t- and remove him and and he and they and they go to they go to they go back to the room and they they say come with us you know wear torchwood so that's kind of how the I thought it was a cool <laughs> opening because it's like oh okay, yeah you know, this is this is you know what torchwood is like at the time and so there's this and so what ends up happening is they leave this standing order that's sealed for the torchwood team and that's kind of the mystery of like well when is it going to open and uh, and what is it going to say and we know kind of what's going to happen but we we don't know the full extent of it and uh, and, and we don't know the exact timing. Um, though we, we have a pretty good idea. Um, yeah, yeah. It's only good. There's only so many ways the episode can go at that point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the cold open on the show was, on this episode was great. I mean, it just, it was, it was just, te- I mean, it was very cliche in a lot of ways, but it was just a, a textbook cold open performed well, I thought. And, uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, every, everything about this episode really worked for me. I, I, I you know, usually I come up with a few nitpicks or something, but it it just kind of hung together. It did exactly what it was supposed to. I had a slight nitpick. I had a slight nitpick oh. at the end, um, and and it didn't occur to me the first time I watched it. But I think when they had Toshiko go back in his mind at the end, I don't know that that was necessary. I feel that yeah, I feel that that, that was, was almost like running out the clock. Like because once they connected it to back to the beginning. I didn't feel the need. I mean, they did. They, they got to play back to the thing where he said, "Just you know, anything you tell me, I'll do." And you know, she gets to and you know, yeah. she's just say, "You're my brave, handsome hero" or something, and she says that to him. So you got that sense of you know, sort of circularity. But I, I, I felt like they could have maybe had that happen before he, he. She could have said that to him before he went back, and they didn't need the extra. And they, and they did. 
Yeah, they, they didn't need to belabor it by having her say the exact words anyway. I mean, it's like, it's just, you know, he'd established that he was willing to do anything for her. And, you know, and they'd, they'd had her kind of, you know, they had they had the whole scene earlier where, uh, you know, he, you know, she encouraged him to say the things to the Torchwood people so they knew what to do. And yeah, it was it was a little more than it was needed. I don't feel like it hurt the episode too much, but yeah. But here's one thing I'm wondering about. I'm wondering about this. Like, we know that he, like, this is this is like the fourth time that I think he's he's uh, he's seen Tosh, right? Like, the, like the the past four years, she's she's uh, you know, uh, this has been going on. But but he's yeah. been doing this since 1918 at Torchwood, and they've been they have to wake him up once every year for a day, yeah. to, I guess, to make sure he's not gonna, like you know he's okay and all that. Um, so, you know, number one. Is Tosh the only person that he's he's had a fling with this whole time, or is this like, is this something that happens <laughs> off all the time with this guy? Uh, but number two, like that's gonna be like really weird, like waking up for a day and getting one day, uh, like you know, it's 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 not like seeing time flash before you. You get you get you no. get time to absorb it, but you do see change. You know, it's like he you know it's like he mentioned the mini skirts, like oh in the '60s they were all wearing mini skirts or something. He said. So, so you got the sense that he was aware of the passing fashion, and I, I just, um, I don't know. It just seems it's, it's, it's sort of just like an interesting thing to think about. Like I'd almost like to see a book about a character that's frozen like that and being, you know, given a day every year to, uh, to wake up. It, what you want is uh, this isn't the exact situation, but the, 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 the classic science fiction novel that gives you something like this is The Forever War by that, I was just Altman. thinking that. I was just thinking the same <laughs> Okay. War. Yeah. No, and that's exactly that's and that's why I liked that book so much. That that sense of yeah. wow, time, you know, like, you know, time is just past but but this is different because this is like we're going year by year and it's it's more rooted in history. So it's more like I, yeah, I, it's not science yeah. fiction in the future. Yeah, because 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 yeah. if you did it in the future, right, it's like you're looking at stuff that the writer is just making up. But this is more like, oh no, I'm going to start this character. It's kind of like the interview with a vampire thing. I'm going to start this character at mm. this point in time, and I'm going to have them experience history as it unfolds, um, which is something that they've been able to do with Jack Harkness. But I but I just particularly like the idea of a character just getting like little one day bites of of time, um, you know. Yes. No, it's 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 yeah. I mean, you could you could do an alternate episode just about about Tommy and his. You could you could have done the whole episode from his perspective of being, uh, you know, waking up and going through all these years of different Torchwood people and Torchwood staff. That would have been, of course, you know, that once again, the part of what made this episode work was tying Tosh so strongly yeah. in. So you know, it would have it, it might have worked, but it would have been a very very no, different episode. I think the episode was made. They made it the way they should have made it. I just was in the back of my head. I was just saying, I wonder if like a a, a Tommy Brockless spinoff series would be such a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, and it's yeah. I was there was part of me that was thinking, you know, maybe maybe they're going to do like some double trick on us or something. You know, like maybe maybe. The, the firing squad story was the cover, you know, and like mm -hmm. Torchwood refroze him. So there's actually been two Tommies frozen <laughs> this whole time and they're going to unfree, you know, they refroze yeah. the, the, but you know, I, I didn't really think they would do that, but it was just my brain looking. Is there any way this could have a less than tragic ending? Well, 
and I that think was what any, I came up with. Anytime Doctor Who or Torchwood deal with World War One or World War Two, they usually, at the except yeah, except for uh, there was that one one episode where they went back and they and they locked Hitler in a cabinet. But usually they deal with it fairly, <laughs> fairly seriously. Um, well, World so, War One especially, yeah. like you say, World War Two they can be a little more because I mean the the you know everybody lives episode of Doctor Who was a World yeah. War Two episode where everybody got brought back. Yeah. You know, yay! <laughs> but uh, the classic New Who first season episode, which was a good one, but uh, which introduced Jack Harkness too. Now I think about it, but uh, to make it even more topical. But yeah, anytime, anytime they touch World War One, though, they uh, they're like, yeah, this is this is the tragedy war. All episodes about it must be somewhat sad. Yeah. So, um, and and I mean, they hammered home that point about the you know the shell shock and him going back to the front and then getting uh, yeah. executed for cowardice. Um, and making, making it 1918 too. It's like this is the war. This the war is just about to and you know it's it's like it's pretty much over so yeah it's just kind of futile and uh and we did get some thematic stuff going you know um uh maybe some foreboding here uh uh ianto uh says um you know nothing at torch whatever changes when they when they're Mm. talking about the the two agents and they find out what happens to the to the woman because i think she dies in 1919 or something um yeah and so you know it's a little bit ominous to hear um and uh and and so yeah so i don't know i thought i thought there was that and uh but but i think that I, again the big thing about this episode was that you know it's, it, it was a it was a good episode for the Tashiko character um and everybody really did yeah. kind of pull back like you got you got a little bit of owen because their storylines are a little bit tied together because obviously yeah you know, she's uh I can't. They they established that she is fond of Owen last season, right? They they established last season that they had some form of relationship for a time. Yeah, okay. I mean they, they there was something happened between them that that you know she took more seriously than he did. But yeah, it happened. It happened before the series started. Okay, it was pretty I, much established. I'm starting to get season one and two blended together. I think, but but either way, <laughs> we can see that she's you know she has an interest in Owen, especially by the next episode, and uh, and yeah. so. Owen's, you know, this is maybe the, I, he's always been kind of sending mixed signals anyways. So, uh, yeah, but, but, but we got some nice interactions between them. Um, now the next episode is meat and I'm just curious, you know, I, 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 I kind of, I kind of knew how you would react to the last episode. I, 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 you huh. reacted about how I thought you would, I had no idea how you'd respond to meat. So I'm curious what your feeling was on it. Oh, well, I mean, it was, yeah, I got to say my initial reaction watching it early in the episode, it's like, wow, last week I was, not last week, last episode I was surprised. We got a Tosh episode. Now we get a Reese episode. Wow, this is, they're really, really digging deep this season. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like the episode. I mean, it, it was good to give Reese a little more time. And uh, I, I liked the way they concluded it too. I liked I, you know, because, you know, it, it would have been very easy to just, you know, use the amnesia pill at the end and and just just have it mean nothing. But I was like, OK, I was like, please just don't 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 let this whole thing reset because it's 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 more interesting for it to actually carry on with some consequence. And I'm glad they stuck to that. I, I, but, think, I think they do a good job with the Reese character overall. Um, 
as the series mm-hmm. progresses. Um, and, and this is kind of the start of it. Because up until this point, he's, he's almost just a little bit more annoying than anything else at times. And so... Yeah, well, it's like, uh, I kind of... I kind of... I like the character, but he's just like you say. He's just like, oh, here's a here's a cell phone call from Reese that has nothing to do yeah. with what's going on, just to remind you that Reese is still alive. And it's like, oh. no, yeah, no. He's one of these characters. He seems like a great guy, but he's always kind of pestering her because he's like, yes. he's the he's the he's the husband of the you know somebody who works at Torchwood. So you know, and yeah. and and, and, it, 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 and that was fine, but you didn't want four years of 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 that. Do you know what I mean? No. It would it would have gotten tiresome. Um, so getting getting Reese to see you know getting to see Reese interact with the other Torchwood characters and so on was 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 fun too. I mean, it just he, he became part of the show for the first time really in this episode. Well, and we get to see sort of the tension between him and Jack and the the sexual tension yeah. between her and Jack and yeah and you know just, just you know a, you know a lot a lot of you know, it, it's sort of like the best and the worst of Torchwood at the same time. Like that is sort of the thing that is definitively Torchwood, but it's also the thing that like you can kind of occasionally roll your eyes at when it crops up, um, oh, especially yeah. if it if it emerges oh. when the world is about to end and and, uh, um, and, and a petty human <laughs> drama rises to the surface. But um, yeah, the end, the end of last season, I would say, really, uh, really had that going. But uh Nope. Yeah, it hasn't it has gone too heavy on that this season. Yeah, this this episode it's sort of like um it, it it's it's a weird idea. Like that like there's this giant slug-like whale creature that they're that they're carving meat out of and it, it it's able to regenerate its body. So they uh they have this endless supply of meat and it's you know it's obviously not it, the, the plot is is that one of the one of the trucks transporting the meat crashes and that Reese is somehow in he's not directly involved but his company I think is uh is 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 linked and the driver is somebody that works for him or he knows and and uh and so he gets involved because he gets called to the scene of the accident and then he sees Torchwood there and it kind of brings them all together but it, it's really an episode about uh uh, you know, Im- meat that's that's not been properly inspected. <laughs> um, yeah. Know. Well, it's the thing, the thing is like this. Both this episode and Sleeper kind of raised the question: How many frivolous cases does Torchwood get called? And like Sleeper starts off, oh, there was a home invasion and someone got knocked out the window. Let's bring Torchwood in, yeah. and you know, and and this one, it's like, yeah, Laurie crashed out, that crashed out there, and there's. There's there's meat that's not properly inspected in it. Let's call in Torchwood. It's like how many cases a day do they like go on where it's like, yeah, this is just nothing. <laughs> no, it, it was it was a little. I'm gonna have to assume that there was that, that somebody at least suspected alien activity when they when they called in Torchwood, but it, it's, yeah. it's it's definitely it's definitely all because because it, it basically is like you know the you know the, the you know. The counterfeit meat is the, uh, is the, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I know. Was this, was this around the time the whole horse meat thing was happening in the EU? I meant to look that up, but I, I, I just have to wonder. This, I mean, and on the one hand, I thought I was wondering, oh, maybe it's like a, like a vegan message or something. Like maybe that's like the, the but, but I, I don't think so. I think it was just sort of, um, I think I, I, I because I, 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 I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what, what do they call yeah, the creature? The okay. cash cow? The cash cow is the name of the creature? Um, yeah. Yeah. 
But I, I was wondering, I was wondering if they were doing the, the thing where people mistake sentient for sapient too, and you know, Tosh is all surprised the thing is sentient. And it's like, well, all animals are sentient, <laughs> you know, oh, not, you know. Uh, you know, or you know, you know, it's like it was it a surprise that this thing was sentient. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I, it's yeah, I think they were using sentient in like the popular usage. I don't think they were. You know, I, 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 yeah. don't, th- I don't think because I think I think sapient isn't one of those things you see people say on TV shows that much. So, I know, I know. So, no, I, I was just you know because I was like, well, I guess they could have been using it correctly if they were just wondering if the thing was conscious at I, all. I, I, but... I, think, I think the important thing was really does this thing feel pain or is it like, you know, like what, like the thing people yeah. say about lobsters, lobsters don't feel any pain. You know, so we tell ourselves uh-huh. every Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I think Are uh, Christmas Eve lobsters, a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Aware. Every year my family does Christmas Eve lobsters. It must be a Boston thing. I don't it's know. A, it's an Italian thing. I think. Um, oh, an Italian thing. Okay. Well, I think there's, a, there's the feast of the seven fishes and I guess in my family, oh. we only do one fish. Uh, so okay, <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, they usually uh, make they bake lobsters and they make fra diavolo and all that stuff. Um, wow, it's I, I mean it's I, a, I, if you're going to you know lobsters, you know you can eat them all year, but it's there's something especially nice about eating them on Christmas Eve. But it's just besides the point from this episode. Um, yeah, we're we're getting <laughs> a little lost here. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> but but anyways, it's that that question of you know is this like an unfeeling un you know like. I, I, I I almost think it was just sort of like oh it's a little bit higher up on the uh, on the you know yeah uh, on, it's on not, the hierarchy it's not something of being I get too is, worked up about as a nitpick yeah. it just kind of crossed my mind <laughs> but uh, but but the, the interesting thing is uh, is Jack gets particularly moved by this creature he you know he 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 he, he gets you know he decides that they're going to rescue it do you know what I mean and and the rest of the team is like oh should we be doing that shouldn't we just be uh, like, you know, uh, destroying it or, you know, locking it up. And, uh, and, and, and then he has that moment with it where he puts his hand on the slug. It's sort of like the opposite of the, uh, uh, um, Neil Patrick Harris scene in Starship Troopers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. right. it reminded me of something and I couldn't think what yeah. that, that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's what they were. That was yeah, what it's, the, it's, the was. it's afraid oh, scene. Um, yes, yes, no, I, I was just like, I know this, I know this image, I know this image, I couldn't put it together, oh, but, that's that's funny. But did you think it was weird that he was so... Uh, oh, he even calls it old friend at one point, which they never get back to, and I was, I was wondering if, like, you know, when Owen kills the thing, if he was going to go, no, this was my old slug friend from whatever, <laughs> but they, they didn't actually go, I mean... If, you know, was he using old friend in some odd sense, or was it his friend, but he never, he never actually owned up to it, or? I, I, I don't think, I, I missed that, so I'd have to check it again. I just thought he meant, like, hey, buddy, do you know what I mean? Like, well, that's hey, what I, that's what I, that's what I'm wondering, did he just kind of mean old friend in a slangy way, but. Yeah, maybe he meant old friend of humanity or something, I don't know, like, uh, I, I just yeah. thought he was kind of trying to comfort it, but. But I mean, Jack is not somebody who usually seems all that remorseful about things, or you know, gets, you know what I mean? It's, it's just so I was wondering why why is he getting so hung up on 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 this cash cow thing? Um, yeah, I I don't know. I I they're early in the episode when he first got all worked up about it. Well, not all worked up when he had showed some emotion about it at all. I. Uh, 
I, I, I came out with a weird theory that I was like, wait, wait, like, uh, you know, because we, we know we know from Doctor Who that ultimately the, the face of Bo is, is Jack Harkness. So he transmutes into some kind of weird thing at all. I'm like, is this is this thing like Jack Harkness at some point, like a million funny, years from it's now? It's funny how Torch would in Doctor Who get you to get into these weird things. That you, uh, I, I, well, yeah. I was wondering because I, this came out what, in 2008. So that was when was the Sopranos finale? Was that 2007? Um, uh, that sounds right. I couldn't I say I for sure. I got my. I could be way off, but but I remember that the big thing, and I think the last season of Sopranos was sort of this revelation. I think it was the last season where where um where uh where the psychiatrist is reading research papers on sociopaths or something. I don't know the precise terminology, but whether you know psychopath or sociopath or whatever it is, and and one of the one of the key traits that they they have is uh they they uh uh show a uh, a lot of like affection and attachment to babies and animals for some reason um like huh. that's what they're and and they had planted those seeds with tony soprano much earlier in the show there was a, a horse that he developed a strong fondness for and he got really upset when it got killed in a fire and and then he ultimately began to suspect that one of his uh capos had uh had, had had burned it for the insurance money or something like that and he murdered the guy and so uh in fact it was the guy from uh the matrix movies that he murdered um but oh uh, yeah 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 so so there's and, and there were you know other things like that in the show i think i think he reacted that way when a dog got killed and and so i was wondering oh are they is this are they are they <laughs> thinking in terms of the sopranos here because it was just, i don't know it just seemed like a real jump for the character like he does occasionally have these bouts of empathy like he he had a lot of empathy for the guy that came through uh, the time rift that he helped commit suicide, for example. But, yeah. But that guy yeah. is sort of out of time like him, so I could see how he would yeah. connect to him. And uh, and obviously he cares for the people that are on his team, but but he's still, you know, he's he's kind of like, like you know, a little bit of a Jack Bauer type character who is, you know, uh, doesn't doesn't sweat the small stuff. Um and and so I'm I'm just wondering if you know we'll see as as the as the series progresses, uh, but but I thought I th- I was coming at it from that angle when that happened. Um, no, that's that's a reasonable uh, thing to think to come up with. But I, I yeah, I said I, I don't know I don't know where they're going with it. I, I thought we were going to get something to uh, to tie it together. But yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna get into like you know getting into nitpicks though, I. Uh, it, it's weird to me that Reese just saw this big alien thing, and that's the scene. At the next scene, it's like aliens. That's crazy, yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that it's was, like wait, wait, I was wait thi- a second. So here's what I was thinking. I guess they established that the guys that are, and I, I have to say, I love the guys that are ma- managing this whole operation. Oh, they were great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they have no idea what they're. They just think this is like you know this, this is like their their ticket to 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 an easy life um yeah but now one of them one of them is the guy who plays john constantine in the uh the various uh dc uh comic related tv series at the moment so, so i i don't he's, know uh, those, he's, so. he's 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 gone on to be someone more famous maybe, now. maybe this is he's very good began. in the role um, what's that maybe this is where it all began for him uh exactly it, but, it seems like it probably was but but they established that those guys don't realize it's like an alien or anything they're, i mean they're actually surprised when 
when he, you know, they, he has yeah, to convince what them. What were they thinking? But it, it's it's a whole the whole. Yeah, I mean, the, the more you delve back into the beginning of this Enterprise, it's like, so they found this thing and reused it? I don't know. It's like, it's weird to imagine the origin of this Enterprise. I mean, but... I guess maybe they thought it was like a, some kind of whale or something. I, I don't know. And I don't know why, I don't know why Reese would, would, I would think you would see that and you would know that's not a normal creature, but maybe... I've never seen a whale up close. Maybe if I was, you know, maybe if I was in that situation, I would just assume it's a whale of some kind. But the fact uh-huh. that it's regenerated, that's the part that really is hard to, like, I know, much, I know that some... How much are they feeding this thing? It's like, do the economics really pay off? Does it need to eat? Like, I don't know. It's, uh... They must be if they're doing, I mean, it's got to, I mean, it, uh, yeah, unless that guy's a really bad businessman and losing money. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. But also, the other, the other. What are they using the meat for? Like, I mean, you can't you, you can't be making steaks from it, right? Because they established that it smells really bad. So well, they, they said it was going into pies and pasties and things like that, which oh. are all things that use ground beef. Like okay. you know the the thing the thing you know. So basically, yeah, it's just it's just getting thrown into the general mix of ground beef, which is. Which is what they do with diseased animals because they can mix the diseased animals in with, you know, the healthy ones. That's why ground beef is so much more dangerous. But, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a lot more fearful when I have my dinner tonight because of you. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you would, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, I, I. I'm not not trying to scare people off, and I just just it's just the, the statistic I think is there are 16 different. Uh, animals and like a general serving of ground beef so your your odds your odds of getting something bad are higher i get you i but, get you i was always told that the grinder is also the um the fact that it's like like when you make a again we're getting off point but the fact that when you make a steak you know <laughs> no, the, 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 the episode is yeah, meat you, you're you, still you, totally on point when you're when you're cooking the surface of it you're killing all that bacteria that's accumulated on the surface and inside is generally i don't know if this is true but what i've always been told by cooks is inside is generally fairly safe unless it's gone bad or something um so but if you're grinding it up it's like all the surface stuff is mixed in with the the regular meat and so it, it's it's you can't just sear the sides of a hamburger and then be confident that the inside is uh uh is safe to eat i'm pretty cautious with my meat anyways i generally cook it medium well these days just to be on the safe side um yeah so yeah yeah the, the other weird thing is, like, they had the scene where they're all suspicious of Reese. Well, not all of them. Obviously, Gwen isn't suspicious. But uh, they have the scene where they get suspicious because he's, like, all buddying up to these guys that are running the operation. And then they immediately are willing to, like, that's when they decide, okay, let's bring him in. Let's bring him into well, Torchwood and show him around. This, <laughs> these episodes, especially this one, and I think the tail end of the of the Tosh episode, they feel very much a product of their time because it was that period where you'd kind of come back from the break and the episode would swing into another thing that's going on that you have to just key into. And I felt that jostling going on in this episode. And I remember that rhythm from watching TV back in 2008 or 2007, you know, again, 24 feels like that all the time. Um, you know, Jack Bauer has a heart attack and then one minute, the next minute he's, he's running through the streets to some other problem. Um, so I, I think it was just a product of that sort of, you see it in the editing and in the, uh, just the way things kind of like, literally you can almost feel the camera, uh, pendulum swing. Do you know what I mean? There's like that, there's that sense of momentum and movement. 
Um, but I kind of like the stuff with Reese where they, they try to get you to suspect him as a viewer a little bit initially because you don't know, oh, is he in on this? Does he know? Or is he just curious because he's trying to find out what his wife is doing? And, you know, and, and, and so and, and they don't they kind of give you a sense of it, but they hold just enough back that you you could see them doing a reveal at some point in the episode. And, uh, yeah, well, it's I could I could have seen it going like I, I didn't think you'd be like fully involved in it, but it would you could have had a level where he was somewhat on board with something shady, but not uh, not aware of what he'd gotten himself into. Like not the mastermind. But yeah, I did some 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 sketchy paperwork in order to, you know, in, in order to, to get a contract that, you know, like that yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah, well, that, that would have made it an interesting uh, balance if, like, you know, you had the episode where Gwen's big secret gets revealed, yeah. and it's like Reese also has his secret things going on. But uh, so I'm kind of glad but, we didn't have any of that because I think. Oh yeah, me been, too. Yeah. Me too. I'm the, I'm, this is not not. You, this would have been so much better. It would have been. Uh, no. I did really like his secretary, though. I liked that. Like there was, yeah, she there was, was there was kind of a parallel going on between the Tosh character and the secretary character, like Tosh and Owen, and the secretary and um, uh, uh, and Reese. Um, yeah, uh, Ruth, I think her name yeah. was. Yeah, she uh, she's actually one of the only guest stars on this episode that has her own wikipedia page so i guess she's uh been around a while yeah she, but, she uh, was she was perfect for that role she was she was she she was a very she was very <laughs> believable as that character but the, uh, yeah the yeah but what I, but i and it was also in a weird way it was like his office was maybe like his mini torchwood um do you know what I mean? Like he's like the Jack Harkness of the meat world. <laughs> <laughs> well, the trucking world. Yeah, the trucking world. The trucking world. Yeah, um, the Jack Harkness of the trucking world. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But uh, yeah, the uh, I, I I gotta say I was I, this was this was a tamer episode as I than I was expecting. Just the title meat. Yeah. You know, had me it had me bracing for like another. Uh, what's the episode I'm thinking of? Uh, um so countryside you know where okay. it was a really a really like all of a sudden like boom we're in a we're in a, in a horror movie here all yeah, of a sudden was good. expecting something like that from the title yeah i was when i first thought i was thinking this is going to be like midnight meat train or something but, yes uh, that was that was exactly exactly the reference that came to my mind but it was it was a little closer to uh Oh boy! Uh, a doc, one of the new Who episodes, the one where uh, the Beast Below, the one yeah. where uh, I, I agree, I, I agree of that. And, uh, you I know, think I, yeah, it's, it is it is similar in a lot of ways to that episode. I'm sorry. Can no, I, I didn't say anything. I think oh. there's just a glitch that happened. Oh, there. okay, yeah, no, there were, there was a glitch. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I I I I enjoy. It. I think the only thing that I would really criticize about this episode heavily is the uh, the CG. The CG does not hold yeah. up that well. I think at the time I wouldn't yeah. have minded it, but um, but I saw the episode. I think I first saw the episode around 2010 or 2011. So um, you know, it was a it, it was it, it wasn't that long after it came out, but it was long enough that CG had improved slightly, and yeah. I think I noticed that it wasn't totally great but this time i really noticed it this time it was uh it was inescapable 
Um, yeah, I'm always less forgiving of bad CGI than I am of bad practical effects. I find it's <laughs> it's just it's, it may not be fair, but it's the case. But yeah, what no, it felt I, like. I actually. agree. I you said you're you're less forgiving of bad CGI than practical effects. Yeah, yeah I would agree. Yeah. I, well, it's because CGI when they're bad, they totally pull you out of it. When practical effects yeah. are bad, at least there's still something there. But yes. but but when a CGI is bad, there's not even anything there. It's just you know you can see the computer at work, and it's uh, and and I I don't even like good CGI in a lot of movies. Like like when when you can just feel the omnipresence of CGI, and even if the CGI looks good, but it doesn't feel like people's feet are touching the ground and things have the yeah. weight that they should have. That's why I can't watch a lot of those superhero movies. I just can't stand that <laughs> that constant sense of things exploding onward and you know yeah well, i it's it's why i can't watch many scenes with car chases and stuff now because now all the car crashes and stuff are done cgi and you have you have you know th that last terminator movie was the most egregious where they have a truck and a bus crash and the bus flips 50 yeah. feet into the air and you're like no that, that it, it makes me think you're watching a balloon it's like a it's an inflatable bus not a bus you has, has it no maps you see it with fight choreography now too there's a lot of cg and fight yeah. scenes and that real sometimes i've seen it used to good effect but most yeah. of the time i like if it's if it's something clearly a human couldn't do and you're doing particularly if you're doing it for humor i think it's 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 better but i really uh i really wish they would lay off a lot of like i think i think occasional use is fine of any of these techniques but when it becomes yes when it when it when, when it when it just overtakes when, when there's no more human actor needed that's when i i <laughs> sort of tune out um and and yeah. i think you do see that with car chases and stuff a lot and 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 it also the whole reason that a car chase is exciting is because you know there's a person in the car that's crashing mm -hmm. and and could get hurt and that's why there's like a thrill and if it's just cg it's not it's not it the thing it, this with, with the mistake they're making is they think what makes it exciting is the is just the action that's playing out across the screen not the knowledge yeah. of how the movie is made and and a lot of a lot of what people are looking for when they watch these movies is they want to see you know, they want to see what they know is like a human doing something that's impressive or or death defying or 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 just hard and takes a long time to master so um, yeah i agree well i just and I mean, I, the mastery thing, and I, getting back to cars, it's like the fact that cars are these big, heavy metal things that can smash into each other. And if it doesn't feel like big, heavy metal yeah. thing, or at least fiberglass things <laughs> smashing into yeah. each other, it doesn't, there's nothing. But yeah, actually, the, the thing I'll call out of the special effects in this episode, to get specific, is it felt like rear projection. The point where Owen runs up with his needle thing and is injecting yeah. the monster over and over again. Like, you know, rear projection is that technique where you literally have, an, you know, in old movies where you literally have an actor standing in front of a screen where the image is being projected from behind the screen onto it and they're pretending they're interacting with the thing on the screen. That is what all those shots with him running up. It was like him kind of jabbing a needle at this thing that he wasn't really touching that was just the alien projected behind him. That just looked really bad. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're coming up on the end of the episode here, so we're going to have to uh, oh. uh, end it soon. Did you, any final thoughts on the uh, on, on either of them? Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I think I've, I've pretty much covered my thoughts on these episodes. 
All right. So uh, it looks like the next episodes are Adam and Reset. So we will, um, uh, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll have plenty to say on those. And hopefully we'll get to those ones by Wednesday or something. And then uh, uh, this Friday, what are we doing on Wusha Weekend this Friday? We're doing um, uh, Vampire Cleanup uh, Crew. Van- yes, Vampire Cleanup course. Department. Um, and so that's a that's a really cool hopping vampire movie. Uh, you know, we'll be talking about that on Friday. Uh, and it's a pretty recent one, too. So uh, and it's one that I would definitely say try to check it out before the episode if you can. Um, so uh, I'll try. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess I have to. But uh... <laughs> All right. All right. But, but we will uh, let you go and we will talk to you later.